This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And thank you, Baylor Scott and White. And thank you for tuning in. Most of all, thank you. I'll tell you, one more big thank you would be to the three people who now decide, I think I'm going to call Neil. I don't have any calls right now. I gave that number at the last micro instant before we went to the newscast there at the end of last hour. So uh, this would be a good time to fill up the lines once again. Mike Bass is running the boards and uh, answering the phones. Mike got absolutely no credit for last hour. As far as I know, the last hour went without blemish, and Mike is a main reason for that. So uh, he'll answer your phone call when you make it now to 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call now, won't you please? I'd like to see those phone lines all filled out. I uh, have two SPCA Pets of the Week today because uh, uh, I didn't have a program yesterday on KLIF. I, I Ended up with an extra dog, and when I looked at it, I could not pick one that I wanted to abandon. They are both wonderful-looking dogs. So I'm going to do both of them. I'll separate them a little bit so you can keep them straight. I'm going to start with Betty White. Betty White. This nine-year-old Labrador retriever mix is searching for a home to spend her golden years. She has a gorgeous, solid white coat with pointed ears and big brown eyes. Betty White came to the SPCA of Texas as a stray so they don't know much about Betty. Uh, While at SPCA of Texas, she has been stealing the hearts of everyone she meets with her loving and affectionate personality. She does well on car rides. She loves meeting new people and walks well on her leash. Betty White would prefer to be the only pup in the home so that she can stay in the spotlight. Now, through March 31, Betty White and all the other adult dogs and cats at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, and Ellis County Animal Care Center are only $17 to adopt. Betty White is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To meet her, come visit her any day between noon and 6 p.m. Now, you need to go online and see what she looks like, and you'll see why she is such a sweetheart. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Betty White has been spayed, microchipped, she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines, and she's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. That's at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 west of Hampton Road. And I'll give you the rest of the information in just a second, but that's Betty White. And I also want to mention Harriet. Harriet is a -a three-and-a-half-year-old female Anatolian shepherd mix. She's fluffy and large and has mostly white fur and tan markings on her face. She looks a bit like a giant cloud, and she's as cuddly as she looks. Harriet is a very sweet, loving, and affectionate girl. Some of her favorite things include going outside to play with her favorite people, lounging around in the sunshine, and being brushed from head to toe. Harriet is pretty lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Harriet is pretty lazy, would love to hang out on the couch or just sunbathe in the backyard. She adores people and is happiest when they are nearby. If you're looking for a laid-back lady to spend lazy days with, she is the one for you. And also, uh, Harriet and Betty White and all the other adult dogs, now $17 to adopt. Harriet also is waiting to meet you. She's at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. Once again, the... uh, address it's noon to six and uh, seven days a week uh, and she's been spayed and microchipped and has had all of her vaccines too that's 2400 lone star drive at i-30 west of hampton road the spca of texas jan reese jones animal care center is open for adoptions every day noon until six the animals are available by walk-in on a first come first serve basis appointments are also available for select animals so to meet the pure white Betty White or the uh, white fluffy cloud-like Harriet, go to spca.org slash findapet. That's one word, spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt 
to inquire about a cat. Hope we can get both of those wonderful dogs adopted. That's my goal for today. And that is sponsored by Baylor, Scott & White. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who have been working for two years now to keep us happy and healthy. They're the beloved health care workers who are out there on the front line and have been all the way through. They have the hardest job of them all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. So to Baylor Scott and White Health, thank you for never giving in. To the frontline workers, thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. Folks, I don't know if you've been in a Baylor Scott & White facility or driven by one in the last two years, but they had to convert lobbies. They had to convert waiting rooms. They had to refit all the exhaust systems and cut holes in walls and windows to make sure that we all were protected from COVID. It's been a tough time for them. Let's have a little empathy because they have worked so hard for us all and we need to say thank you one thing we can do uh, is continue to get vaccinated and wear your mask this thing isn't over it's in a it's in a state of remission right now but something else will pop up just watch the great ways that we can show our support share those messages on social media say thank you to the frontline workers say thank you to the teachers say thank you to the police and firemen as well and to baylor scott and white health join me in saying thank you maintaining a garden isn't easy but it's nothing compared to what health care workers are facing we join baylor scott and white health in saying thank you to the front line thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us and now back to neil all right snooby thank you very much lots of thanks going around here today And uh, I'm writing down the callers and their topics. I do that. And in doing so, I notice that we have Robert, Jim, and Bobby. And that completes, for this part so far, all guys today. Where'd the ladies go? What have I said to offend the ladies today? Goodness gracious. So let's just start out with, uh, with Robert. We'll see how the rest of the morning plays out. Robert in Little Elm. This is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Good. Hey, I've had really good luck growing uh, fig trees, uh, big, tall fig trees. And I recently moved to a new house. I planted a couple fig trees, but they're coming up like these big, huge bushes, sprouts coming all out of the ground. How can I make that more into a tree? Does that make sense? Well, it does, but I think it's a frustration that you're not going to be happy with. Have you, have you raised them as single-trunk trees before? Yes, I have. Where was that? I had Prosper. Okay, and how did you do that? I just planted. Uh, I just planted them, and I had one that was almost twenty feet tall. Um, I had a couple others that were got to about six, seven, eight feet tall. What variety? Uh, that I do not know. All right, and that you're was my about, second question. You're talking about outdoor. You're talking about outdoor fruit bearing figs, right? Not things like fig leaf figs. Yes. Yeah, that is correct. All right. Well, it's just a matter of training. Um, they are they are genetically shrubs. Uh, that's how they okay. choose to grow. If if left untrained, they would grow as shrubs. You can select the straightest uh, uh, individual trunk and remove all the rest and train it as a tree. Uh, I'm going to caution you that you might be better off leaving it as a shrub because they're not terribly winter hardy and they will freeze to the ground and you're going to have it to do over again the variety celeste is the is the most winter hardy in our area and if you're going to do what you're describing you probably should should use that variety um as far north as we are but um okay i i honestly could not show you i could not i'd love to have had a a chance to photograph the one that you had in prosper i have been here 52 years uh 52 years I don't believe I've ever seen a single trunk fig in that time. Yeah, I actually had it. I planted it in the front of a two-story house, and it grew up to the up to the roof. That's cool. Good for you. Yeah, I, I'll it stay with great. what I said. I don't think I've ever seen one trained that way. So that you're you're one of a kind. Yeah, there you go. Yep, you knew that already, didn't you? I did. I, yep. I 
<laughs> but now it's confirmed. It's confirmed. Yeah. People have been telling you all your life, Robert, you're very that's unusual. Right. <laughs> Especially my mom. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, that's the way she raised you. But uh, that's how you would do it. It's it's the same thing as, as training a crepe myrtle. You you just start with several trunks, and you, you uh, narrow the numbers down until you have the trunk that is doing what you want it to do. But, oh, my goodness, I hope they don't. it doesn't freeze on you. Okay, I'll just leave it as a bush. I, I appreciate no, you, it. Love no, you. No, you do do what you want. It's I mean it's it's there to serve you. You need to do what you want. Okay. All right. All right. Well I appreciate it and I love your show. Have a great day. Thanks for the call. All right, let's see where we are. I need to go to uh, Jim and Ovilla. We'll do that in just a moment. Jim, stay right there. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening talks about figs. Doesn't talk about that. I will say that I did not cover that because I've never been asked that before. It is your go-to gardening reference. Chapter 1, Basics of Gardening in Texas, which talks about the soils of Texas, talks about the... uh, about the, uh, the, the hardiness zones of Texas and why I think the, uh, the, the most recent hardiness zone map is wrong. And we ought to use the 1990 map instead of the 2012 map from the USDA. That's in there. That's in Chapter uh, uh, 1. Uh, chapter 2, and a lot of other information, basic information, Chapter 2 is the 48-page calendar, four pages per month that tell you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants that you're growing. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. There is a huge index in the back of the chapter of the book, and it will get you right to the, all the pages that pertain to any plant or any uh, gardening process that you want to know about. Cindy Smith did that index for me, and she did a masterful job on it. She's the graphic designer, but she also took that responsibility, and it's a wonderful index. Uh, We have 840 photos in the book and uh, 344 pages. It's printed on high-quality paper printed in San Antonio because I did not want this book sent out of the country. How would it look if it said printed in China and the title was Lone Star Gardening? No, thank you. That would not have been appropriate. Printed right down the street from the Alamo and bound uh, at, at Universal Book Bindery right down the street from the Alamo. That's a way to do a book for texas and uh, it is not in stores and it's not on amazon i thought you know what i can keep the cost way down for you if i don't go through a distributor i don't go through stores and um, i don't go through a publishing house so it comes directly from my garage where i sign the books um, and it's a, a climate controlled garage directly to your mailbox isn't that cool I'll be signing tonight. Zeus the dog and I will be out there signing, listening to the radio. So I'd love to sign a book for you. Thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage for all of what I just described. And satisfaction completely guaranteed. Here are the ways that you can order it. There are two ways since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You call my office weekdays at 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. The better way by far is to order it directly from my website right now. And that's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy. That's our church, First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. It is uh, services are at um, 8, 9, 10, 05, and 11, 10. The uh, contemporary service uh, live streams at 11.10, and uh, our traditional service, which uh, we attend, uh, live streams at uh, 10.05. We go to the 11.10 service, but uh, that live streams at uh, 10.05 if you're unable to uh, attend or if you are a long ways away and would just like to sample. We'd love to have you join us. Advanced Foundation Repair Leaders absolute leaders in the foundation repair industry. We had them work on our house because we knew we had a foundation problem. We just didn't know how bad it was. We had carpeting 
and uh, the padding. We had good carpeting and good padding, and we had no idea how bad the foundation was in that one room. In our sunroom, it's a 12 by, I think it's more like 14 by 24 room, and it had a, a drop-off of about two and a quarter inches from one corner to the other. There was there were a couple of cracks, but one of them was very significant. And when Fred Marshall came out and did his uh, uh, test on it and, and brought his equipment out, he said, Neil, you have quite a fall off over to that corner. They made our house whole once again, and they can do the same thing for you. There is no obligation to have them check your foundation. And uh, if they find that there's no problem, they'll tell you that. They'll have some suggestions for you of how to keep your, your foundation hale and hearty. But if they find a problem, they'll determine what it is. They'll draw you almost a topographic map of your foundation. And they'll say, here it is. Here's what it will take to, to fix it in terms of the process of fixing it. And here's what it will cost to fix it. My guess would be that that, uh, that cost will be less than most other, all, probably all other companies that you contact. And my assurance is that it will be done better more quickly and more carefully than other companies. I really am proud to have them as my advertiser. Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, foundationrepairs.com. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house, transferable owner to owner to owner. They were the first to do that. 214-333-0003. It's Advanced Foundation Repair Two one four three 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 zero 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 three. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott and White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you. Let's go to Jim in Ovilla. Jim, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. This is Jim. Um, I've got a flower bed that I would like to uh, replant with herbs. It's got quite a bit of nut sage in it, and I was going to spray it with just image or sedgehammer, but I'm not sure that's the best thing to do with edibles. Um, it it will work, uh, but you can't use it for edibles in that same season. So you're correct. It's not the best thing to do. Uh, I'm correct. There's nothing else you can do. Uh, uh, okay. So what I would do is put your herb somewhere else for this one season and get the bed ready and maybe grow as many herbs as you can in pots. You could always set the pots on top of it. Um, uh-huh. But it takes it takes most of a growing season to get rid of nutsedge, and either of those products would work very well for you. You could continue to grow flowers in there for this year, you need to choose your flowers and, and okay. choose things that are, are safe, you know, with the with either of those uh, products. But uh, that's what I would do, and 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 cho- choose the herbs that you really want and grow them somewhere else this year. Could, could I put pots in the ground, and or would that nut stage still go through the terracotta or something like no, that? No, it would not grow through the terracotta or plastic, whatever you chose to use. What I would do, though, if you put the pots in the ground, is I would uh, I would spin the pots every week or two uh, so that the roots don't go out into the surrounding soil or lift them up just a little bit. Just don't let the, the roots grow out. They'll, they'll try to do that. Um, and, and make sure that you use pots large enough. I mean, if you're growing basil, uh, for example, that's one I want to grow every year. Uh, I'd want to have it in at least a two-gallon pot and and just fix it so that you can take a hold of the rim of the pot and turn right. it turn it 90 degrees to the left and then 90 degrees back to the right. You're not you're not necessarily trying to rotate the pot like you would a house plant at a window. You're just trying to break any roots that are trying to grow out the the drain hole. Right. And the image wouldn't wouldn't soak through that pot. No. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate your help. You're welcome. Thanks for the call very much. All right. Bobby in China Springs, stay with me. I want to talk uh, more than maybe I have time. I'll come to you right after the newscast. Let me see how that uh, plays out. But I want to talk to you. I don't understand your question completely, and I want to help. All right. We have two open lines at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Wild Birds Unlimited. 
helping your birds prepare for nesting season. The birds are making homes in your trees and shrubs. Nesting season is up on us. New generation of birds will soon be entering the world, and you can help. You can make a significant difference in how well these visitors survive and thrive. You know what? When you go into Wild Birds Unlimited, you take a look at their cylinders, those those cylinders of bird seed, and they have... A, they have seed for every purpose and back in the winter they had things that would would give warmth and and comfort to the birds now they have uh, mixes that are perfect for nesting wild birds unlimited offers the best nest boxes and the most comprehensive lineup of foods especially for nesting birds like their nesting super blend wild birds unlimited seed blends and cylinders with calcium and mealworms and bugs and bits the Wild Bird blend of bark butter bits and dried mealworms. I wrote this myself. I set myself up with that one. Let's do that one again. And bugs and bits. The Wild Bird blend of butter, bark butter and bits and dried mealworms. I didn't do any better. The experts at Wild Birds Unlimited will make sure you have everything you need to attract, foster, and enjoy the nesting bird families around your own home. And they can even say it, <laughs> and they'll smile. For all your seed, feed, and nesting supplies, it's Wild Birds Unlimited. You will love these stores. Three of them joined together to sponsor my broadcast, or at least they used to until I did that ad, in Dallas at 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. That's just west of the tollway. That's David's store. You tell him I said hi. In Dallas at 5708 Abrams Road. That's a block south of Northwest Highway. That's Ron's store, and that's a brand new store. He moved. And in McKinney at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb, and that's Bertie's store. You can tell her hi also. For store locations in Dallas and McKinney, please look them up on the web at wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. It's the stuff. You behave and you listen to the police when they tell you what to do. People are talking about. 99% of this stuff wouldn't even happen. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. My eGardens newsletter comes from my computer to your email, and it comes out on Thursday nights a little after 6 p.m., right at 6 p.m. I get mine about 6.02 or 6.03. And uh, there are always three stories, uh, five stories in eGardens. I want it to look like an old-fashioned garden section. You know, remember back when we had uh, local garden editors and the stories were written about local things and and that really was important to you. Well, that's why I write the stories for eGardens. It's never from some wire, wire service thing from out of the state. It's always about what you are encountering. One of the stories is a featured plant of the week, something that's in bloom or soon will be in bloom or that you need to be planting right now. One of them is a featured question of the week, something that is um, uh, being asked time and time again right now that I'm hearing all the time. And one is gardening this weekend, where I point out things that need to be done in this time period, uh, the next three or four days. That's why we put it out on Thursday night, so that Friday you can go buy the things that you'll need to get done Friday night and Saturday, Sunday over the weekend. I am usually editing on uh, on Thursday, uh, maybe at 1 or 2 in the afternoon, to make sure that everything is really right up to date. And I know I'll be doing that this week with cold weather coming in on Friday and Saturday this week. That's how ultra-timely uh, eGardens is. And then there are a couple of other stories that will be of interest. If you want to see what it looks like, go to neilsperry.com, click on the eGardens tab, scroll down right there by the sign-up, and you'll see the uh, ability to sign up. You can also see the, the last issue of Neil Sperry's eGardens. I'll never spam you. I won't give or sell your email address to anybody. It's always free, and uh, we've been doing it for 18 years. Join the 80,000 other people who have signed up for Neil Sperry's eGardens free and weekly. Sign up at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's E Gardens. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. A condemned Texas killer has won a reprieve. 
I'm Dennis Martin from the Audi Dallas WBAP.24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident's blocking two middle lanes, westbound Bush Turnpike, just a little after Highway 78. And there's an accident on the southbound side of Central Expressway at Mid Park Road. That's blocking the HOV lane there. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Mostly cloudy today with spotty showers or storms. High temperature around 80 degrees. Showers and storms likely tonight. Overnight low 45 degrees. Monday clearing breezy. Much cooler. Monday's high 57. Right now 68 degrees in Dallas. 69 in Fort Worth. The scheduled execution of a condemned Texas murderer has been delayed by a court. Michael Gonzalez was scheduled to die by lethal injection Tuesday evening. He was to have been the first to be executed by the state this year, but the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals stayed his execution and sent Gonzalez's case back to the trial judge. Gonzalez was convicted of the murders of an elderly West Texas couple nearly 30 years ago. The so-called People's Convoy, a procession of people, trucks, and other vehicles designed to protest COVID mandates, rolled out of Hagerstown, Maryland this morning, headed for Washington, D.C. Organizers say they're going to do two laps around the Beltway, which encircles Washington, D.C. They will not, they say, actually enter the district. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware because Ace is the place with some really good products. We're going to tell you about them in just a moment here. And that's also the place with helpful hardware, folks. You're going to like meeting the people at Ace Hardware, and they're going to make sure that you meet them the moment you come in the door. You walk in the door, and they ask how they can help you. And before they do that, they welcome you. That's kind of nice. One of the reasons that they welcome you is because odds are that the owner, or certainly the manager, is right there to make sure that your needs are met. It's not like the big impersonal box stores owned by somebody way out of state by a by a corporation and a million uh, stockholders. With Ace Hardware, the owner is in your town, somebody you already know, and that is really a very special opportunity. This is small business America, people who invest in their stores and care about your community. Looking for a way to prevent weeds for a beautiful lawn all season long? Well, stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer for Scott's Weedex Prevent with Halts. A single application of Scott's Weedex Prevent with Halts in the early spring and then a repeat application 90 days later will prevent crabgrass, grass burrs, and other problem weeds for this growing season. Rain, snow, or freezing weather won't affect the product's performance. You don't have to worry about the elements after you've applied it. My recommendation, it's not my ad copy, but my recommendation would be buy enough for that second application so you uh, will have it on hand. Keep it dry, keep it in the garage, and it'll be ready to go in early June. The first application goes down sometime between, oh, I'd say the 5th, well, it is the 5th, 6th, sometime before the 20th of March. It's going to be cool this week, so it buys us a few extra days. So sometime before the 20th of March and then the second application 90 days later. The uh, folks at Ace Hardware can help you. Ace is the place with experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with helpful hardware folks. Get social with us. Like WBAP on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WBAP 24-7 News. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. Some of us keep our window treatments a little too long. We did in the Sperry household. It was about 12 years ago. Lynn and I were looking at windows saying, ugh. That's just been there too long, and and I didn't want to hurt her feelings, but Lynn and her mom had had made the uh, curtains that went in the do-it-yourself uh, frames 
that uh, I had hung in those windows 45 years ago. Uh, it was 12 years ago, so they were there 30-some years, and, and the fabric had gotten brittle. <laughs> I just I don't want to describe it anymore. It was, they were dusty. They were dirty. They were faded. It was time. We have a, we have a nice house. It was better than that sounds. And then uh, Sunburst Shutters contacted me and said, we'd like to consider advertising in your radio program. I said, I would like to consider buying your product. I want to come see it. And the minute, the moment, the second I saw the product, I knew that this was a match made in, in window treatment heaven. And uh, when Lynn saw them, she said, this is what we're waiting for. This is it. Made of polywood, a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. There's no wood in this product at all. It's a man-made material. It's the most energy-efficient shutter there is. In this recent cold spell three or four weeks ago, Lynn opened up the shutters one uh, early one morning, uh, wondering if school was going to happen and, and just wanted to look out to, to see uh, if there was a bunch of ice on the roof, and, oh, my gosh, it's cold behind these shutters. That's how energy efficient they are. They really are great insulators. So uh, you will get the best shutter, uh, custom made for each window in your home, two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louver size. Have them come to your home and bring samples and hold them up in your windows, and you'll see, just like we did, in that second that you see them, how much you're going to love Hollywood shutters made by Sunburst Shutters. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Here's the number to call for anywhere that you can hear me. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All righty, we go back to the phone lines and Bobby in China Spring. Bobby, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? A few weeks ago, someone called about some live oaks that were thin because of last winter and the freeze damage. And he told them they needed to leave what leaves were on in order to feed the roots. And my question, I know it's not the right time now to be doing any trimming, but uh, come summer, how do you decide whether to leave the leaves on the small little twigs and branches or to cut them off to encourage growth outward in the plant? Okay. Um, I don't know of any reason to take leaves off. I can think of reasons to take branches off. Well, these are like small twigs or uh, branches that are six, eight inches long that have leaves on them on the inner part of the tree. All right. So I'm going to ask you a question back, and that may help me answer you. Uh, At the time that all of this new... I'm going to call this stubbly growth that's coming out off the off the trunk and off the, the branches. Um, at the time that that is developing, are the big branches putting out new growth and new leaves and getting longer and looking healthy and vigorous? Or are they yes, kind they're of sp- fine. They're fine. No, they're, they're fine. fine. Okay, it's unusual for that kind of growth to be developing if the if the normal branches are healthy. And so that's what worries me. Um, I, I think, hmm, I think probably what I would do, Bobby, is maybe not finish this discussion now, but wait about six weeks and see how those, those big branches, uh, leaf out this spring and look at, watch to see if they put out as many leaves. Have they started dropping their leaves yet for, you know, that, that annual changeover of leaves? Well, the the live oaks have, but I also have red oaks and bur oaks. That yeah, I don't. I don't want to way. worry. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to worry about those right now. I'm just talking about the live oaks. They have started dropping their leaves for the changeover. Yes. All right. Well, I was going to suggest if they haven't, take a photo of them so you can compare them. But it's too late to do that. Watch them uh, about three or four weeks from now. Once they are fully leafed out and the leaves are full sized, and see if they look like they did last summer. If if they're uh, as full, if the canopy is as full, the shade is as heavy 
as it was last summer, or if they've become more sparse, then that growth that's coming out along the branches may need to be what fills back in again. Um, your question is very difficult for me because I can't see the tree overall, the trees overall. Right. Uh, but probably, if, if they leaf out normally and, and grow well out at the ends of the big branches, then yes, you could trim all those off. And if they're just little twigs that are uh, smaller than the pencil in diameter and, and uh, much smaller, they can be pruned anytime you want to. There's not enough surface there to invite oak wilt in. Okay, that was going to be another question. I, didn't I thought know it might I be. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it might be. I didn't know if I needed to wait till summer to do any trimming on those. Not with not with the little bitty ones. What you could do is, um, if if they're where you can reach them without getting up on a ladder, I'm not big on sending people up on ladders, <laughs> but you could use a machete and just right. go against the grain and just uh, just just cut them off, not with big wax, but but just go against the grain and cut them, and, and uh, you'd be all set, I think. Yeah, okay. Thank you very much. I'm glad you waited. I, I now understand the question. Thanks for that. Okay. Have a good day. All right, let's go. We're going to have a similar question here from Hayes in early, and we'll see what this amounts to. Hayes, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Always a pleasure. Thank you. How can I help? Uh, the main question, Neil, is due to my life circumstances now I qualify, I realize it's a little later in the season than what we should be doing this, but I've got some electrical line problems and issues like that with some of my live oak trees, so I really need to address them before our oncoming stormy, windy season. Yes, sir. But, but, but number one, uh, what should tree trimming service be disinfecting their saws with to prevent the spread of live oak wilt? Uh, I have a guy coming. He says he uses Lysol, but what really should they use? Because I want to make sure that I don't jeopardize anything here with 26 great, big, beautiful live oak trees. Right. You know what I'm going to do is refer you, if I had a long break coming up, I have uh, I have 90 seconds. I may be able to look it up in that time. Uh, the Texas Oak Wilt Coalition may cover that on their website. I've always recommended a 10% chlorine bleach solution for disinfecting pruning equipment. They're going to be using a chainsaw, and I'm not sure that you can really would want to do that to a chainsaw. Um, I would doubt that you're going to... I'm not comfortable in my answer. First of all, let me let me put it this way. I, I don't feel comfortable in giving you an answer. I'd rather tell you that than regret that I gave you the wrong answer later. I would I would contact the Texas Forest Service or your county agent because you're in a, an oak wilt uh, area, and the county agent's office would have direct access to the people who could answer you. Here's my comment. I don't think it's going to be spread on the blade of a, of a chainsaw that is uh, being used in that way. Uh, because if, if you have a tree that is obviously impacted by oak wilt, uh, they're not going to go from that tree to a healthy tree in pruning. They're going to be, they're going to deal with that oak wilt tree and get it out. And uh, and then not go on to prune healthy trees. So I, I think it's two different processes completely. Uh, if you have limbs that have broken or were hurt by the cold last year, and you're trying to get those out, that's a different set of circumstances. But I I don't know how you're going to disinfect a, a chainsaw. That's a an absolutely fabulous question, and I will find out. But I can't find out that quickly. Uh, I'll contact my arborist friends and see what they would recommend. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll be sure. I'll be. I'll be sure to make. I'll make sure that the guy sprays everything with pruning paints, and we have no live oak wilt in my immediate neighborhood because I kind of watch that stuff. Look up. Uh, look up the Texas that, Oak Wilt. If you will search Oak Wilt Coalition, there is a, a website that is put together by Texas A&M Plant Pathology and the Texas Forest Service, and one or two other organizations that have put that together. I have a 90-second break coming up in which I will see what I can find on my laptop quickly, and if there's anything there, I'll have it for you after this next break. 
I don't think I can do it that fast, but you can also do a little research that way. And, uh, and, and you might be able to find something yourself, too. Okay, well, great. He says he uses Lysol, but I didn't know if that was sufficient or not. I don't either. I don't either, and I don't know what you want to put on a chainsaw blade. So that's right. the, the well, as long as, you, as long as you clean them good afterwards and re-oil them, they should be fine. Well, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see what I'll see what I can find. Good deal. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome to post that on my Facebook page. It is working, kind of. They uh, Facebook has chosen to decide what is important, and they they don't put things in chronological order anymore. And so it's hard for me to find things. But I will. I look at it every day, and I think it probably will show up. I'll be happy to try there as well. Hayes, I'll see what I can do to help. I appreciate your call, sir. Thank you. Have a Thank good you. one. Same to you. Thank you. Judy in Hillsboro, I'll help you. That one I can help with. Stay with me. Uh, my book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, folks. It is your go-to gardening reference. It may be, I hope, uh, the uh, prime book that you'll pull off the shelf or off the table to uh, to look things up, and uh, I think you'll find it to be very, very useful. The list alone, you know, you get into the annual and perennial chapters where I give you the 100 best annuals, 120 best perennials, how tall and how wide they grow. This is in a chart. Uh, what colors they come in, uh, color-coded so you can pick exactly which ones come in orange or in maroon or in white for weddings or whatever it is, what months they're colorful in, etc. growth form, all of that. That's just in the annual and perennial chapters. And uh, you have specific chapters and, and lots of text and 840 photographs. This is trees and shrubs, vines, ground covers, and then annuals and perennials and lawns, fruit and vegetables, a whole chapter called the calendars, uh, four pages per month of what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month in your landscape and garden. All of that information and the basics of gardening where I tell you the hardiness zone maps of Texas and why the latest map is not correct from the USDA, in my opinion, and why we need to use the 1990 map. But I'm more than happy to stand behind that comment because it's been proven several times since 2012 when the new map came out. So that's what you have in the book, and I will guarantee that you will find it useful or I'll refund every penny. It'll pay for itself by the end of June or I'll refund every penny. That's my guarantee to you. The book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. Where it is is in my garage waiting to be signed. I have uh, the fifth printing copies there, and I'll be happy to sign one and take it to the post office uh, tomorrow or Tuesday if you order it today. So uh, you can also call my office if you prefer. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. It ought to be $55 or $60. If I'd put it in stores, that's what it would have to cost. But by selling it directly from my garage to your mailbox, $36.95. Here are the two ways to buy it. The office number, Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, not a zero, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y, For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner-to-owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's Foundation Repairs. Com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. 
They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, Stubby, thank you, sir. Uh, to uh, Hayes in uh, early Brown County uh, on the uh, oak wilt and uh, disinfecting pruning tools. If you go to texasoakwilt.org and click on pruning, no, on FAQs, uh, and on pruning, about the third question down, can oak wilt be spread on equipment, vehicles, pruning tools, etc.? The answer is probably not, since oak wilt can only survive within living oak trees and is killed at temperatures above 95 degrees. That's why we wait until mid-July to do the pruning. It goes on to say, however, sterilizing tools is a good idea when moving from tree to tree to avoid spreading other tree diseases. Spray disinfectants, rubbing alcohol, or 10% bleach solutions will suffice. Caution, do not spray rubbing alcohol on hot or running chainsaws. So there you go. I'm proud of Neil. Neil got an answer fairly quickly online. So there you go. All right, let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company right now. This is the company that put a roof on our house four springs ago. And I'm thinking, okay, there are a lot of people who are in the same boat right now that we were about four springs ago. They've had uh, roof damage due to the hailstorms of a couple weeks ago. If you don't know if you've had roof damage, have the Wortham Brothers people come and go up on your roof and look for you. I am not into getting up on my roof any longer. Thank you. That's a joy that I will no longer uh, experience. I'm happy to let their experts go up there. I wouldn't know what I was looking at anyway. They've been doing this since 1986, and they have replaced and put on new roofs for 100,000 homes. That means they know what they're doing, and that means they have a lot of repeat customers. I'm proud to recommend them to you. They do all kinds of roofs, composition, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, new or residential re-roofing, flat roofs, they do it all. You need to have them look fairly quickly because there was a lot of damage done in uh, much of the north-central Texas area two or three weeks ago in that hailstorm. Have them look at your roof. They can tell you whether it's likely to qualify for insurance settlement. Then you take it from there. You contact the insurance company, and once you, if you get a settlement, once you have it, contact Wortham Brothers and let them uh, guide you as to what the best use of the funds would be. Oh, they steered us right. They're so good, and we have a roof that we are truly proud of. You will, too. Call Wortham Brothers today or tomorrow, 972-562-5788, serving all of the North Texas area, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All righty, Stuby. Thank you, sir. And we go back to our phone lines. Let's go to Judy in Hillsboro. Judy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How can I help you? I, uh... I made a purchase yesterday before totally researching it, and it was a Jane Magnolia. And then after I researched it, I realized it's best grown in East Texas. Since I'm living down here in this black dirt, um, can I do anything that would keep this tree going, or should I take it back and get my money back? Well, I I think you could make a case for either one of them. Um, (laughs) She is talking about a saucer magnolia. Uh, which is not the same as southern magnolia. Southern magnolias will do very, very well in the blackland soil. That's the the evergreen southern magnolia that we see uh, all over the metroplex and down up and down near State 35, all the way down into San Antonio. Um, the uh, saucer magnolia is uh, magnolia solangiana, and Jane is one of those uh, hybrids. And the problem for it is it's um, 
it it needs more iron than it normally will get out of the black soil, the alkaline soil. Uh, what I would do if I, I have grown them, I, I don't have one currently, uh, what it will need is uh, really good soil preparation. It's a big shrub. It's not really a, a huge tree, and so that works to your advantage in that you can prepare a bed, oh, probably uh, 8 or 10 feet wide, kind of like you would for a dogwood tree, 8 or 10 feet wide and and a couple feet deep, maybe a foot above grade and a foot below grade, and fill that with a lot of organic matter, compost, uh, sphagnum moss, whatever you can get, and as little of the black clay soil as possible, and plant it in that. It would do best if it had morning sun and afternoon shade, and it, it, it could do well. I'm not replanting one at my home, but I do see them in the in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I live in McKinney. I do see them uh, that look beautiful in the in the late winter. Uh, one of the reasons that I'm not going to plant another one at my home is that they they tend to bloom uh, very early, and maybe half of the springs they get frozen by a late freeze. They'll try to bloom in February, and and um, they just kind of break my heart when I nurture the thing for 51 weeks the 52nd week it freezes so but I, I don't want to talk you out of it they're beautiful plants when they do bloom properly okay very good well i i'm regret but i'm probably going to take this one back because i i don't know that i could manage a garden spot that big for it well i but it's I, not a not a decision i would argue with frankly so I, <laughs> I, I let you make that decision after i presented the facts but i think i would agree with you Okay. Well, I sure appreciate it, Neil. Thank sure. you so much. You take care. Thank you. All right. Folks, I want to go back through the pre-emergent weed killer information I opened the program with today. Actually, I guess it was about 825. And that is that it is time for pre-emergent application sometime between now and the 20th of March, 18th of March, somewhere in that time period. It's not that precise. You just must make the application before crabgrass and grass burrs germinate, before they emerge. I'm not talking about the weeds you see out there now. That application needed to have been made in September, early September. But for crabgrass and grass burrs, uh, you need to apply dimension, halts, or baylan now, uh, sometime next uh, couple weeks and repeat the application 90 days later. These are safe around trees and shrubs. These are not weed and feed products. These are strictly pre-emergent weed killers. And uh, I would buy uh, enough of the product to make that second application 90 days later. Now, while you have it available to you, and uh, you'll be all set. Hey, I appreciate it very much. Mike Bass, great job on the program. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next week, happy gardening.